What's up guys, Mike Lewis here, and welcome to the Mike Lewis Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Mike Lewis Official, and you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLew52, it's where most of my updates come. If you're enjoying my content, give me a like and a subscribe, and without further ado, let's just dive right into this episode. Okay, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, and please help me welcome my guest today. You might recognize her from Real World Bad Blood, Miss Anika. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and um, I'm excited to be here and talk about uh, my crazy experience on reality TV, so thanks for having me. (laughs) This is actually take two for us, for those that don't know, watching this. We started the initial recording, then we just uh, froze up. Not too long. It was like 30 seconds, but, you know. (laughs) <laughs> second time's the charm but it's uh nice meeting you how have you uh, been holding up during this whole uh, past year or so with uh, the crazy adjustments how's it been oh my god I feel like you know for I, I think that we've all been kind of going through something weird you know the pandemic hit everybody in the world clearly um for me personally I I had a really interesting like story I was living in Thailand at the time and uh right before the pandemic hit like really bad Uh, Me and my boyfriend were traveling to Vietnam just for a quick visa run. And that visa run, which was supposed to be only three or four weeks, ended up being like eight months because we couldn't get out of Vietnam. Um, And we were waiting to get back into Thailand. And then it was just really crazy. Imagine being caught abroad, you know, during a pandemic. You don't know what's going on. And, you know, you don't speak the native language. And it just was a very weird experience. Like, we definitely, like, that was our moment to get to know each other for real. It was like, this is going to make us or break us. Um, And then we eventually got back to the U.S. And uh, we're chilling here in New York until we can head back to, to Thailand in a few months. So, yeah, it's been a really weird year and a half, but I'm, I'm hoping that things are starting to get back to normal somewhat. Wow, back in Thailand, that bring back any memories for you? <laughs> it definitely brings back memories. And, you know, I was saying this earlier, but I think that Thailand is probably like my my, my spirit location and I didn't even know it. And maybe it was the challenge that kind of sparked that initial like love for, for Thai culture. Who knows? But I think it's just very random how I ended up kind of doing the show there. And then two years later, I think it was like two and a half years later, I ended up living there for two years. And now I love it. So very weird. But like that just shows you that life comes full circle. And you met your boyfriend there, you said, right? Yeah, I did. Um, I actually was... Well, after I did the challenge, um, I went. I was still living in New York at the time. I moved back to New York, um, and then I moved to LA for a year and a half. And then I was just like, kind of done the LA scene. I was just like, I need a change. I need like something a little bit more real. Like I need to find myself. Maybe I was going through a quarter life crisis. Who knows? And I was like, you know what? What do people do like when they're feeling like this? And I literally just went on Google one day and I said, what do you do when you're having a quarter life crisis? And then everything just kept on saying travel, travel, travel the world. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go travel. And I was like, where can I go take really pretty pictures? And Bali kept on coming up. So then I was like, I'm going to go to Bali. And I went there. Um, I met really cool people there from like Ireland. And they're the ones who told me about this place called Chiang Mai, Thailand. And so I went to Thailand, and then that's where I met my boyfriend and uh, a whole bunch of great other friends there from all over the world, like Australia and the UK and everything like that. And I've been there ever since for like two years. And then, of course, you know, 
then the pandemic happened. So. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, there's like the saying, it's like, I don't know if it's uh, travel either heals people or travel like brings people together. One of those things, but <laughs> it's definitely true. It's definitely all of the above. I think travel can heal you. I think travel can almost like push you to see what type of person you are in different situations. I think travel can, you know, make you discover things about yourself. And, you know, travel can also, I don't want to say break you, but I think it definitely pushes you to the limit to like, kind of figure shit out so i mean it's like the challenge but like you're living it in like different ways so well depending on how bad or good the trip goes i guess it could break you <laughs> you don't want it to be like the challenge the whole time because then that's not um, i don't think that that's the best type of travel experience but yeah you definitely <laughs> go through some some crazy shit abroad for sure yeah, and for those that don't know what I'm alluding to when we say Thailand, I did a little bit of a disservice in the intro. You also might recognize her from Invasion of the Champions, where she did the challenge as well. Forgot to mention that. And we're going to get into this experience uh, later on. But I want to ask what you're up to now, because I checked um, you're a life coach now. You're doing a lot, it seems. What is, what is it exactly that you're up to these days? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, like, full entrepreneurial mode. Like, um, I... I, I some people call it life coach. Like my coaching is more geared toward like dating and relationships. Um, I'm also a consultant at a matchmaking company. So, um, I help matchmake people, whether they're in LA or New York city. Um, you know, I consult for marketing companies and then I create my own content and I'm in the process of writing a book about dating and, you know, relationships. So that's kind of everything I have on my plate right now. And yeah, I'm just like trying to make a name for myself. I kind of feel like I went off the grid for a little bit, but I think that happens to everyone realistically because they need time to kind of like figure shit out. And now I'm like kind of gearing up to kind of like start putting stuff out there again. So that's like, well, that's what I've been up to. Wow. Is, and it's Ask Anika, right? Is the, yep. uh, okay, cool. I could uh, plug that as well if you'd like um, in the description after this is up. Um, so how, how more complex is it with like the matchmaking? Is it along the lines of like Tinder? <laughs> is it a lot more that goes into it? Uh, you know what? It's actually really funny. It's like my favorite conversation starter when I go out. Cause you know, people, when you go out, they're like, Oh, what's your name? And then they always ask like, where do you live? And then they say like, what do you do for work? And I'm like, I'm a matchmaker. And they're like, what? And they think like hitch. And that's kind of a little bit of like what it is. You, you know, you have clients, they tell you what they are looking for, what they like. Um, there's so many like shows like 90 Day Fiance or Married at First Sight. And if you see what the matchmakers there do, that's what we do. Um, it's kind of the same thing. And we basically go out and we try to find people that we feel like would fit with uh, the clients that we have. And it's it's very it's a very um, emotionally draining job, I would say, but also very rewarding because, you know, we've had marriages. We've had people who found like, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and partners and lovers. So, you know, it's definitely Tinder is a little bit more. Um, I mean, I've seen Tinder change, but from what I remember back in the day when I was on Tinder was it's, it's for hookups. And this is more for like looking for, you know, somebody to like start something on the more serious level with. Right. Yeah, that's, like, big nowadays. Like, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, matchmaking shows. As crazy as it is to hear, they actually started, um, MTV started pulling uh, people from Tinder uh, onto some of their shows. Like, not too long after your real world season, I'm pretty sure. Like, I know some people's casting stories, um, like, legit, like, producers would, like, find them, like, through Tinder to get them onto the show. Like, it was kind of crazy. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised. I feel like casting directors, they're very scrappy. And, like they 
find, like, I mean, I've been reached out to for like just so many interesting things, um, like matchmaking shows, um, like shows that have to do with travel, like just so many different random opportunities, things that probably never even gotten to the point where they've been, you know, backed or, you know, financed or whatever. But the way that they, I always ask, how did you find me? How did you find me? And I'm always thinking, oh, maybe it's like through real world or like through like uh, my social media, but it's like, oh, through LinkedIn or, oh, like, you know, through like, just like hashtags. And it's just like, they are scrappy people. So they, they know what they're doing for sure. Yeah, no, I do want to get into kind of like your journey now. What were you up to prior to real world? Before Real World, um, I was living in New York. Uh, I was like 24 years old, which is, I'm about to be 30 at the end of the year. Oh my God. Um, I was, what was I doing? I was really into like entertainment, more like the acting scene. Um, I was actually, I think I was just beginning to start my brand. I, it was more like advice kind of giving and stuff like that. Like I've always wanted to do that, like life coaching type of vibe. Um, but it was like me trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to figure out what that route would look like. Um, but I just wanted to be on TV and I just wanted to like be in front of the camera. So it was just like trying to figure out what route I was going to take and what opportunities could get me to be, I guess, known and seen in the quickest way possible. And then I just remember one day I like was like rolling up and then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to have, like, a really crazy idea. I'm going to see if there's any reality shows casting. I just went on MTV.com. It said that they were casting Real World, and I just, like, literally just, like, smoked and just, like, filled it out, like, all in one shot. And then, like, it just kind of, like, went, like, wildfire, like, after that. Did they have, like, you show up for, like, uh, open casting calls, too, like, interviews and stuff like that, or...? Yeah, I can still remember that. I remember I, I applied like one day and then it was like two days later, I got an email and uh, it said, you know, we would love to have you come to like the, you know, I forgot the name of the studios. It was like a really big studios in New York City. And uh, they said, bring a friend or two. And so I brought like two of my best friends at the time. And then when I showed up, I thought it was just going to be like maybe me and like maybe a less than a hundred people because you know it was supposed to be selective but it was like thousands and thousands of people at this casting call it almost looked like it was an open casting call so I was like oh my god there's no way I'm gonna get this and so I just remember that they split up everybody in in groups of like 10 and then they sat us around a table and they said you know tell us your first name your last name and something interesting about you and I just remember, like, okay, well, this is my shot to, like, stand out because, I mean, they're only asking you three fucking questions. And then <laughs> I just remember when she got to me, I just looked the casting director straight in the eye. I told her my first and my last name. And then when she said something interesting, because I think people were saying things like, I'm left-handed, I'm right-handed. I'm like, I mean, shit, I'm left-handed. Um, I think I said something like, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm starting my own brand. I'm going to be fucking famous. Like, follow me. Take your phones out now. And I made everybody at the table that I was with take out their phones and, like, follow me on social media. And I was, like, extremely demanding about it. And I think she just, like, loved that. And she asked me to stay after. And then um, she pulled me aside and she was like, we love you. Like, we want to, like, streamline you through the process. And, like, it, from that point, it was just kind of, like, videos, interviews with my family, my ex-boyfriend at the time and yeah that's kind of how it went so you'd say that like they liked your confidence right because from what speaking of people it always seems like they choose the ones that are really confident in themselves or they choose the ones that maybe aren't taking the process too seriously or not taking themselves too seriously so you would say yours was probably teetering on the line of like all right you were so confident and that's why like they wanted you 
Yeah, I think it was a combination of the two. Like, my confidence was kind of like, listen, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to, like, you know, get on the show or just show that, like, if you don't choose me, you made a fucking mistake. And I think it was kind of like, in a in a way, a little bit of that was kind of like, if you didn't choose me, that's not my fault. That's your fault. You made that mistake. So I think it's a combination of confidence and, like, you know, you can take me or leave me because this is who I am. So I think it's a combination of both, knowing that, like, you are the shit and, like, you know, that's good TV. And that's that's kind of what they what they look for. And that's I think that that everybody I would probably would say even the more quiet people or the more nonchalant people, everyone has like that type of vibe to them somewhere. Yeah. And the people trying out when you're asking the follower, are probably like, we're screwed. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably begrudgingly following you <laughs> they definitely looked at me very very crazy they're like is this girl serious right now and i was like yeah no i'm serious take your phones out and they were like oh shit okay like she seems like a lot like very intense and i was like hey you know you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> did you ever like go through any one of those like unfollowed apps and like see which one of them's like unfollowed you as soon as the thing was over or did that, that like not really cross your mind that didn't even cross my mind, to be honest with you, because honestly, before I, I left the that casting that day, she told me she wanted to like move forward with me on the process. So I was just kind of like, I don't even I'm not even thinking about these people anymore. Thank you guys for being my audience to like allow me to like show my personality. And now I'm, I'm on a whole nother level now. Now I'm like I'm on the next step. And that's kind of like how I thought about it. But I definitely have to say like, there was, there's also like a little bit of a spunkiness that comes with being in your earlier 20s than being like 29, 30 years old. Like, that's why you also see a lot of these people on these reality shows. Like, they're not choosing like mid 30 year old people. Nothing's wrong with them. Like, shoot, I'm about to be 30. But there's definitely a little bit more of like a carefree, spunkier vibe that comes with like just being younger for sure. But I'm interested now because. Obviously, they brought in people's quote-unquote bad bloods onto the cast. Like, what was that process like um, for your bad blood? Like, was your ex-boyfriend trying out himself, or did they kind of latch him on, like, once they were, uh, you know, trying to talk to more people, like, related to you? Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. Like, I was actually very irritated about – there's a lot of things that I probably never even talked about, but I'm like, it's fucking four years now, like, this perfect time, but – Um, That was one of the things that not only me, but a lot of the other original cast members were annoyed about was the whole process of bringing the bad blood in. Like, we felt like it should have been almost like you come for two weeks, you fuck shit up, and then you leave. And then you kind of leave us with this mess to fix. But it kind of was like we've only got, I think we only got two weeks to be around each other, the original cast. And then they came in and then they stayed until, you know, the end. And I think it was way too many cast members. There was not enough room. The drama was, like, mediocre, in my opinion. There was so much better things that happened that was never shown. And I just feel like, also, just the times we were in, the type of things they thought people wanted to see, I think I think that it, it was... I think they did a horrible job with, like, showing what our season was. And um, I think that in the way of the bad blood, like it was more of a situation of me and my ex were no longer together, but we had a friendly relationship. Um, When you do go through the process, they ask to speak to your family, your friends. um, And, you know, they think they ask for like three female friends, you know, or three best friends. And then like any exes. And while I gave like three of my exes numbers, he of course was the one who I just broke up with like 
not too long ago, we were still in a positive friendship. So um, they were like, oh, perfect person to bring on. And then I think he just happened to fit into what theme they were going for. So maybe if I had an issue with my brother, maybe they would have brought in my brother, like how Katrina had, you know, Anna being brought on. So I think it's kind of like they just wanted to see where they can fit people into the show. So Will, for me, was like the perfect fit. Okay, so he didn't like actively like audition then, right? No, they just had an interview with him. And then I think they had like two more. And then... I just, I thought it was a little weird, but then I was like, you know, it's MTV. They're always trying to like, they always go for like, you know, the drama or, you know, kind of like, why do we break up? Or like, they just, they focus on relationships a lot. So I just assumed like, maybe they're just trying to get more information out of him about me. I don't know. Um, But I didn't know that he was going to be on the show probably until I got on the show, probably like after the first week. And I knew there was a twist because that was the time where, like, real world every new every season from like two seasons prior was doing some type of twist, and we were all we all kept on talking about it. And then I think a few of them kind of had an idea of what was going on or what our season was going to be about. And that's when I was like, okay, Will's definitely gonna he's the only one they talk to more than once, so he's definitely gonna be on the show. Yeah, and I think like um, I think it was Peter and Mike. I think Peter was supposed to be originally one of the seven roommates with you guys originally, but I think, like, they had Mike be the original one because Peter and Robbie looked too much like each other. That's that's what that's what Jennifer, I saw somewhere, said, but... Yeah, I, I, I heard that, too. I don't know, the like, the extent of that, but um, I did hear the same thing. Um, but, I mean, I think that it worked out pretty well. Um, I mean, I'm happy that Mike was one of the original ones. I love Mike. He's great. You know, he's married with a baby now, so he's, you know, daddy life. But, yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to piggyback off of kind of what you said with, um, you know, kind of a little bit of the distaste with them kind of bringing people in. It was like, I felt bad for you guys because it wasn't like you guys were, like, transcending anything either because they already had just, like, done pretty much the same format two out of the last uh, three seasons before you guys. So it wasn't like you guys were transcending anything by having, like, people come in and then on top of that, the whole premise of the show is kind of like character development and like trying to like follow these people's stories. But it was hard to get invested into like the cast members because there were so many moving parts. You had like you guys broke the record, I think, for most uh, cast members on a show. It was like 14 of you guys. So it was like, how are you supposed to get invested into like what's happening here? What's happening here when there's just so many moving parts? And it was just like a mess. I'll be honest. But yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that we all feel that way, you know, I think, and I, I think that there was a lot going on in terms of like, we were in like the turning part of culture in terms of like how MTV wanted to present itself, the ideas that they had or that they were running out with. And then also at the same time, I mean, we were the last season that was actually shown on TV. I think they had one more season after us, but it was like on Facebook live or something like that. And I mean, I, I really... I, I don't I have I didn't even watch it I don't really even know like anything about it but um I do know it was kind of like they were I feel like they were kind of struggling to kind of figure out like what you know what they were gonna do next um and where they were gonna like take the whole premise of the show and we kind of got unfortunately like, caught in the crossfire whether it be like you know production um like the finances that went into it the energy of the press like you can see that a lot just compared to like what the other seasons were able to get. So, 
you know, it, I'm happy I got the experience, but I definitely think, and I think a lot of the other cast members, you know, they'll, you'll hear them say it. Um, you know, we got a little bit of the short end of the stick in terms of like, you know, what could have came out of the season. Um, if we kind of, if they had a little bit more, you know, energy and effort towards keeping it similar to the way things were prior, rather than trying to just like throw shit to the wall and see if it stuck at the last minute. So did you like the edit that you got? Um, interesting question. I like it in terms of like, at that time, like, you know, I was working some corporate jobs, like, you know, I was working at like a really like high boutique hotel in New York. Um, I've worked at like high level, like PR companies. And I've had my bosses reach out to me after like the season came out and they were like, Oh, we were like nervous to like see like you know what what would you do on TV because it's like you know MTV and stuff like that and you held yourself like with such grace and that's kind of always like the response I'm getting it's like you know you seemed nice you see you held yourself with such grace like you you we weren't like drunk or like having sex on TV or blah 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 and um I I like it in terms of that I think they that the the editors I guess watched my back in that way but I think that in terms of the getting to invest herself into a character. No one really got to understand who I was. Um, they just were just kind of like, she's nice and she's funny, but like, there's a lot more layers to me than that. And there was a lot more that was actually happening and that was seen and, or taped and it was just never seen. So I, I think that it definitely was unfortunately unfortunate, but I don't think people got a chance to figure out who I was. So then I think that it was such a drama filled thing when I was cast on the challenge and everybody was like, well, why is she cast on the challenge? We didn't even get to know her. We, she only had like, she was um, only like shown in this many episodes. Like, you know, she wasn't fighting somebody or whatever the case may be. And it's like, you know, first of all, I didn't beg to be on the challenge. Like I've had other cast members say like, I should have been on the challenge. If they wanted you on the challenge, they would have called you to be on the challenge. Okay. I got home. They called me. I asked, hey, do I need to send more videos? Because I'm over this if I got to go through more interviews. They're like, no, no, no. You just got to say you want to go. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go. Like, I've only been home for like two weeks, but sure. And then I went. So it's like, again, it's their decision. And they clearly want to be on it. And um, there was just a lot of backlash. If I got any negative backlash, it was just that transition of um, – getting from the real world to the challenge and people thinking, oh, she's so tiny. How is she going to make it far? Or like, we don't really know her. We didn't get invested in her character. So we don't even know who we're watching on the challenge. But I think the challenge, even though I was on there for two episodes, you got more of a sense of my personality there than you did the whole season of the real world. So it's a really weird situation. Hey, to your defense, it was actually three episodes. Just want to clarify that. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. I appreciate Back. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when I said you were going to be joining me, a lot of uh, followers and subscribers wanted me to ask you because they know that, uh, quote-unquote, Queen isn't afraid to spill the tea. They said a lot was edited out from your season, and obviously, I mean, you mentioned before. Was there anything that wasn't shown that you feel should have been shown or would have you know, provided us with a little more um, maybe... How do I put this? Substance. Substance to the story and the plot line as to what was going on. Well, yeah, I think a few things. Well, one, in just the way of this, the plot line of me and my bad blood, um, Will, I think that we only got probably, 
I don't know, like two pieces out of one or one or two episodes of like what was actually happening with us. Um, and I think that they wanted us to either get back together or have more of an issue with each other. But the thing is, is like, the reason why you got to the point where you're talking to him was because we actually were fine. We had no issues. So you brought on someone that you wanted to create fake conflict. And that's what I didn't realize. It was my first time on reality TV. A lot of people, I would say 99% of the people on the show were like extremely extra and playing characters. And I would have to say that I am definitely the one person that was on there that was just being 100% myself. And realistically, it's reality TV. I didn't get the memo that I was supposed to be extra and that I was supposed to just pick fights and start fights and, you know, just kind of just be insane. But um, I think that that, of course, didn't help me in terms of, like, trying to get more camera time, which, of course, is the purpose. Um, I think that also, just in terms of me and Will's, Will's relationship, you know, Will is not the type of person that, you know, is really crazy. Like, yeah, he got crazy when he drank, but, like, other than that, like, he wasn't the type of person who would cause any issues either. Um, but there were, like, he had, like, a really big fight with Orlana at one point, which was, like, one of the biggest fights of the season, and that was not shown. Um, there was, like, a, a point in time where uh, Cassius, like, got aggressive with me, and I remember I, like, called, like, the production on the phone, and I was, like, asking them, like, you know, you need either to take him out the house or take me out the house. Like, I feel, like, unsafe for my life. Never was seen, but I'm, like realistically, if you saw, like, a grown-ass man in, like, my face, like, feeling like I was about to be hit, like, that would be a completely big scene in the show, but, like, it was never seen or talked about, so I don't know if they did that to try to cover their tracks, or if, I have no idea, but, like, that was something that I felt like was, like, one of the biggest situations. Tiara had issues with me for, uh, God knows, I don't even know what random reasons, like, maybe I was happy and perky, and she was the opposite, um, but that was issues, like, there was, you know, and then also I was battling, like, you know, just being depressed, like, throughout the show as well, and I was also taping, I had, like, my own, like, web series, and I was, like, trying to, like, tape the show and do mini interviews on the show, never showed that as well, so there was a lot to me that was being shown, but they were like, okay, we're gonna cast her as, like, you know, lighthearted and funny, and the one that kind of, like, brings everybody up when, like, shit's going wrong. And then that's kind of like the parts that they put in of me. But I'm like, that's just one part of me, honey. Like, don't get it twisted. And that really sucks to hear, too, because it's like, you know, they're casting you, like, immediately onto the challenge. And then, like, you know, obviously they want people to be invested in their product, as with any, you know, TV company. And it's like, how are you expecting your fans to be invested in characters if you're not you know, developing them or showing them the character's development, you know what I'm saying, in your case. Um, and now, granted, like, there was plenty of people there, so a lot of moving parts, as we talked about before, but from talking to you, it seems to me like you're suggesting that your situations were pivotal enough to be, you know, showcased onto television. Yeah, and I think that, and I always say this uh, to anyone who asks, I think that the problem that they had was when they... Again, we were in a time period where you, you can tell the way that media is, the way that TV is, like just us being more inclusive, us not putting people in these stereotypical boxes, a lot different than things were four years ago than they were today. I think that they cast me visually thinking I would be some type of way. And then when I got onto the show, I mean, I'm not your typical like, you know, black girl, whatever that may look like to people who would stereotype someone on TV. I have a lot of different sides to me and they didn't know where I fit. 
And I think that confused them. And in exchange, they just didn't know what to do with like the different things that was coming out about me. So they were like, it's like, I'm not going to be like the aggressive one. Like they decided to put Tiara in that, um, that role. And the thing is like, she's a sweet girl and she's not like all aggressive, but like they wanted, they, they were like, we're going to let that be her thing. It was like this, the hypersexual one, like, you know, Jordan got that role and it's like, and we're like the one who like calls drama, like Katrina, like they put, you know, but then they were like, okay, we don't know really where to put an ego. We don't like, she's kind of like a floater. And I think that if I leaned toward a particular personality type, that would have helped them cast me. But again, I'm going to be who I am. And that's just kind of like what ended up happening because of that. They just didn't know how to cast me or how to, how to put me on TV. Yeah, I was, like, mind-boggling to me, like, how Cassius never got removed from the show. Like, honestly, he had, like, so many instances. I mean, the one that you just mentioned with uh, you and him, and then, like, the Theo thing. I don't know how you leave him to stay and then send Theo home, who's one of the originals. Like, that didn't really sit well with me. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he shoved uh, Theo first, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I honestly don't even remember who shoved who first, but I do remember, like, me and Theo, me and Cassius, were, we were never that close. Um, like, he's, you know, again, I don't have any issues with anyone, but, like, I definitely have a, you know, preference. Even to this day, me and Theo don't really talk that much, but, like, Theo always have a special place in my heart, and, like, you know, we did the challenge together. So even at the time of being uh, on The Real World, we became friends really close, really fast. And so, yeah, when he left, it definitely left, like, uh, a vibe like hole in the house as well and so um for me I just think that again there were just a lot of unfortunate casting choices I don't know who was in charge of these things but maybe they wanted it because of the drama to see like what new dynamics would form thinking it would almost like build up to something more interesting but again it looked like to me a balloon that was slowly deflating and we ended up cutting the season shorter because it was just like nothing was happening did you guys ever even end up having a reunion? We did not have a reunion. I think I did like um, uh, one on YouTube and it was like a few months after. Um, but it was one that I did on my YouTube channel. But no, we never oh. had a reunion or anything like that. And I don't honestly, I don't even know if like half of them really like talked to, you know, the rest of each other, like <laughs> after the show was over. So <laughs> we're not, we're, we were too big of a cast and there was just too much going on. And like, I think that, too many relationships weren't deep enough to be formed to continue that those friendships. Um, Jordan, I mean, I talk to her still all the time. Like, she's been my girl since the show, day one, and she's still my girl now. But, yeah, other than that, like, you know, people, like, if, if you have seven people, it's easier to, like, have a bond, you know, less people to try to get to know, less energy to put out there. And now it's just kind of like, you know, two, four, 14 people. Like, we only have but so many, so much time. So, yeah, you yeah. don't really get those those tight relationships. So it makes it harder to stay in touch. And this was another fan question, too. They they said that they saw speculation on this, and they wanted me to ask you this. Was the fight between Jennifer and the Stack sisters, was that real or was that staged? <laughs> that was real. Um, nothing was staged on the show. I think the best way to describe any type of reality TV is nothing is ever staged. Things are just instigated. So realistically, uh, I say it in the way of if if the let's say the producers are can tell that like so and so is having an issue with another person and, and so you want to try to be the person that says, you know what, I don't want to be in here with them. Like, I want to go to the club. I don't even want to deal with this. They'll take an extra long time to get the cars ready. 
so that they can hope to see that maybe with that 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 pressure cooker something will maybe pop off so they never ever tell you like you should fight this person or they never say like so-and-so was talking about you it's never been like that but it's definitely like they will try to almost like put you in a position where you feel like you can't escape and you know a lot of the time like in in the real world like real world like you know you if you have an issue you walk away like but on TV, like, you really can't walk away. Like, you'll get fined. So it's just like, all right, let's fucking go. And then that's kind of usually how it happens, you know? <laughs> that was like, I got to say, I got to give uh, Jen a 9 out of 10 for the uh, push. <laughs> I think I, for, for Jen, you know, she she's a sweet girl. Um, we still chat from, from time to time. We've hung out, you know, um, well, not recently. I would say probably like within the last like maybe last time I was home from Thailand, so maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Um, she lives in Jersey as well in Hoboken, so um, she's not that far away from me. But uh, she definitely is like someone who I feel like she is like always been such like a diehard like you know MTV like World World the Challenge fan and stuff like that. So I mean, I, I feel like she definitely probably got what she wanted from the experience in terms of like living a dream so i mean i'm happy that she was able to to get that but she seems to be doing great and um but yeah i think she definitely till this day like <laughs> loves that scene like I, I see her randomly reposted like from time to time <laughs> yeah and another question as well people wanted to know if you knew what tiara was up to these days I don't know what she's up to um i she she tends to be a little like theo in terms of like the kind of fall off the face of the earth kind of thing. Um, and we never really had a really close friendship, to be honest. Um, like, she had a friendship with, like, Jordan. And then I think she had an issue with me and that she was going to. And you know what? Then you say reunion. And then I actually just rem I reminded myself, there was a reunion. It was like an after show. But me and Theo weren't there because we were filming the challenge. That's what happened. Um, but apparently, like, she wanted to you know, fight me at the after show. And I was just like, I don't have a problem with this girl. Like, I really don't have any relationship with her. So um, I guess she thought I was talking about her. Who knows? It was like years ago. But um, again, Jordan's my girl. And she was like, for what? You know, so um, but yeah, I mean, I have no idea what's going on with her. I mean, I know that she's dealing with her own things. I mean, but then again, that's years ago. But again, I hope she's doing well. But I don't even I don't even know if she's on Instagram, honestly. I don't I don't follow her. I never did. She's not on social media, I saw. Yeah, so. I don't know. But oh, one thing I do have to say though is her she's really good at like videos and editing and stuff. So maybe that's what she's doing or she was in school or something like that. So maybe she's tied up in that. But uh, you know, like I said, everyone kind of goes through a little bit of something when they leave reality shows. Some people take it very well, some people kind of almost like go through like a a state of like trying to find themselves. And uh, I think I saw that in a little bit of everyone. And, you know, maybe she's taking this time to kind of, you know, figure out what she wants to do next. Yeah. And I was also curious too, from watching it because, um, the whole thing where like, you know, cast members and like shows, like it almost seems like, especially with the newer challenges, everyone's like, feels like it's like you're stuck in jail, right? You have like no social media, like nothing's going on. No, forms of entertainment right you're just in a house um your season actually like you guys had telephones and stuff like you guys got to use cell phones i was curious about that because from every other real world that i watched i couldn't really recall a time that i saw like cast members allowed to use cell phones and stuff why do you feel like that was 
Yeah, it was kind of weird, um, to be honest with you. We so we had the cell phones, but the cell phones we could only use to text the other, you know, teammates and then any pre-approved numbers, meaning like, you know, maybe uh, your best friend from home or you like your like to your best friends from home or something like that. Um, but then you also like at any moment they could say, put your phones on the dock and then they could basically go through your phones and see like, who are you texting? You know, who are you talking about? And they kind of, of course, tried to use that as leverage. Maybe they thought people were going to be doing a lot more like behind the scenes or like talking about people behind their back. I don't really think it worked in the way that they wanted it to. I think it was just something they were testing out. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, that was, I think it was just such, it was just a really weird thing. Again, I think our season, they were just trying to, like, throw random shit to the wall and see if it stuck, and a lot of things did not stick, so that was one of them. Yeah, I like to call it the last official season of uh, Real World, um, because, I mean, a lot of people don't really take into regard um, Atlanta's time and stay too often, because uh, <laughs> so it was on. Is Atlanta, is that the one that was on Facebook Live? Yeah. Okay, Okay. Because I, I don't know, it just kind of has been, like, swept under the rug. Like, I mean, they've got, like, this new Paramount Plus thing where they can go back and watch, like, all real-world seasons. I don't even think it's on there. And none of them made the crossover to the challenge. So it's almost as if it didn't happen. Wow, that's kind of weird and, and, and sad as well. You know, I think everyone deserves the opportunity to, like, you know, fully, like, if you get to the point where you're, like, on the real world, it's, like, you know, it's such an iconic show. And I, yeah. I, I like we got gypped but then i feel like damn they got gypped more than us so that kind of sucks but i mean one thing that's cool is atlanta like i've been to atlanta i have friends in atlanta like the parties are crazy there the clubs are awesome like the things you can do like i was kind of pissed when i heard that we were going to seattle if i'm being honest like i'm a city girl i'm from new york city like i've been to la i've been fucking bali thailand like you know all around the world like and then they were like, and you're going to? And then I remember they wanted me to tape my reaction when they told me. And then they were like, Seattle. And I, like, said, like, the dumbest response because, like, I didn't even, I wasn't excited about that because I was like, okay, well, like, what am I supposed to do with, like, the fact that we're going to Seattle? And I was like, yay. But, like, realistically, I thought we were going to go to, like, Miami. We were going to go to, like, New York. Like, we are going to go, like, I don't know, like, somewhere where we can go to more fun clubs. Like, I just felt like, damn, like, we can't even get, like, a great location. But, you know, no shit to Seattle. Like, it was cool, but not for the real world. Like, I think that there should have been more going on, more club choices. Like, that would have made, again, a lot more interesting storylines because a lot of shit happens in the clubs. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say from a most objective standpoint, because I am actually a Seattle Seahawks fan in football, so I can't really talk too, you know, badly of them. Uh, but from an objective standpoint, just like from a city basis, from my understanding, from what, you know, people have told me who live there and from what I, you know, see in like entertainment and whatnot, um, it seems like it's always raining there, right? Like, it's just like, kind of like a, I don't know. Like, just not really, like, a poppin' scene, like, say, it's, like, a Miami or, like, a New York. What was nightlife like there? Um, it was, it was kind of whack. Like, you know, we had probably, like, less than ten, like, maybe, like, less than eight places that we would kind of, like, rotate and go to. It was, like, you know, like, Tia Luz, I think, was one of the places. I don't even know how I remember that. Um, and, like, one was, and then there was, like, one big club that we went to. Like, it was very not... Like, and there was a lot of places we even looked for and that we found, but then they have to be approved, you know? So it's not like you can just, like, pick a place like you're normally going out with your friends. And, yeah, the rain was, you know, the weather was okay, and 
fidgets. There wasn't that many people on the street. It just, you know, it wasn't, in my opinion, what you would, where you would place a whole bunch of people that are trying to get into mischief and, like, get a whole bunch of drama out of. It's, it was, like, if you, maybe if there was just seven of us, and it really was a little bit more like the very old real world seasons where it really was just about like people walking to the park and like talking about like their childhood and stuff like that. Then yeah, Seattle would have been great for that. But like, that's not what, it, nothing was matching with what, you know, what they were doing. But you know, the people of Seattle, they were very nice though, that I do have to say that. Were like the bar appearances and like the spring breaks still a thing? Like when you were coming off the shows, cause they used to like send you know, real worlders, like, on, like, appearances at bars and, like, pay them to show up and stuff like that. That wasn't still a thing, right, when you were coming off your show? No, I think they probably did that once more. I think it was they chose, like, challenge people, and I think it was, like, three years after, like, our, our challenge, I mean, our real world season came out. But, yeah, like, the real, the MTV Spring Breaker thing, like, that would, like, that was, like, older, you know, that died by the time, you know, we did our thing. So, you know, that's unfortunate, but yeah, it was, it was really just like, um, like even like our press tour situation, it was really more like, um, a lot of things on social media and that was pretty much it. So. And you didn't have like much time at all, right? After filming your, uh, real world season when you then jump into filming for the challenge, right? Yeah. I remember I got home and then they called me, I want to say like that, that week that I was home. Um, and then they told me that I would be leaving in the next two weeks. So it was like a good solid, like three weeks. And I was like already on the high from like being on TV. I was like, oh, y'all want me to go to another show? Okay. And then I, on my way there, I was like, wait, I don't really work out. I'm not fit. <laughs> like, I don't know how, how far I'm going to get in this show, but you know what? Fuck it. Like being on TV is cool. And like, I like, it's the summertime. Why, why would I say no? So I was like, yeah, this is cool. But like, I don't know how I feel about doing it again. If I had the, if I had the choice. Wow, so you were, like, away then, like, while you're, or were you not when your show was first premiering, right? We were away, yeah, we were away, so my best friend, would like, was manning my social media and all that type of stuff, and, like, it's funny, because I came back, and, like, Jordan was, like, saw me tweeting, and she was like, wait, is this Anika or is this Sierra? And then, like, I saw them back and forth, she's like, no, Anika's still on the show, and then she's like, okay, my girl, yeah, this is great, but yeah, like, it wasn't me. Um, but it was, it was, it was interesting though, because by the time the first episode came out, I think it was like the week of our elimination. So I think by the time the second episode came out, we were heading back home. So, you know, we didn't, we had our phones at least so we can kind of like see what was going on and the narrative of everything. But yeah, it was, it was a really, everything felt like very like jumbled up on top of each other. So you got to see most of uh, the season then, right? When, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I watched it, but to be honest with you, probably by the third episode, I was like, this is like, this is not really about me. This doesn't have anything to do with like who I am as a person. And then I was like, I'm kind of bored watching my own season and this is not how I remember it. And then I actually stopped watching it. So I don't even think I watched to the end. I think I just was like on Twitter sometimes and would just get like the highlights, but I didn't like sit every week and like, you know, set my t TV timer, like my family, my family did, my friends did, but like, I was like, nah, I'm over this. <laughs> it's almost weird watching yourself back though, I feel like, right? That's definitely a thing. You know, you live something and have to like watch it. It's almost weird. Even when I record these, like I find it hard to just like, you know, watch myself talking to somebody like, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it definitely is really weird, to be honest with you. Like, again, like, I only watched, like, two, three episodes of The Real World, but the challenge, even though I was only on three episodes, like, I loved watching myself. And I actually, like, when people, like, random um, fans like, will send me, like, clips of the video and stuff, I always rewatch it. And I, I love watching anything that has to do with, like, me on the challenge. But The Real World, like, mm, I can kick rocks a little bit. I'm, like, I'm over it. So, you know, we talked about it before, obviously, with kind of like how they left some things out with you with the show. A lot left to be desired, I guess you could say. And people were like, oh, why is she on? I'm not one of those people, but, you know, people. Uh, <laughs> but, like, did you expect to get the call or expect to go and, like, no aspirations? Or what was that? No, like, I again, like, I'm not like, you know, I wasn't like the tallest, the strongest. Like, I'm not like an athletic person or anything like that. Honestly, I didn't even think about the challenge. I didn't even know what the process was to get on it. Like, I did not care to get called. I literally was just, like, chilling one day at home. Like, I think I was, like, making some, like, noodles or something. And then, like, they called me. And they were like, yo, you want to go? And I literally, I didn't even say, oh, my God, yes. Like, what do I have to do? I literally said, um, well, do I have to? Because when you're going through the process of getting chosen for any of these reality shows, they make you send through so many videos, so many clips, so many interviews, and I was kind of over it. So I literally said, do I have to do more interviews? Because if so, I don't want to do it. And then they were like, oh, no, you just got to say yes or no. And I said, oh, okay, well, that sounds easy enough. Sure, yeah. And then that's just how it went, like literally that simple. And then I, and then the only thing they told me was, uh, you know, you can't talk about it with any of your other castmates. And then I was like, all right. And then that's when I was curious. I'm like, well, who's going to be on it with me? And that's that's kind of where, like, the speculation kind of came into play. Wow. So now I'm interested. What kind of noodles were you making? No, I'm just kidding. Noodles <laughs> um, <laughs> and noodles all day. <laughs> no, but Theo was, like, definitely someone who, from your season, who got, like, the proper development and had, like, the... Uh, athletic backgrounds where everybody was like oh we got to see him so excited you know and you know we'll get into that of course like how that ended up playing out but um yeah it that's draws back to my point if we would have got you kind of like your character develop a little more like on our screen like on your real world like i feel like that's an important you know part like they're putting you guys there for the character development and um you know if they want people to be invested in everybody kind of you know it was, it was a little shitty to me like they elevate certain cast members, then your story is not as showcased as it maybe should have been. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, realistically, like, I'm someone who's, I've always done, like, my own content creation, my own videos and stuff, and I think that that's the only way that people were able to see just somewhat of who else, who, like, who I am is because, like, I do have, like, a YouTube channel. I do, you know, post things on my, my social media feed, all that type of stuff, so that gave people a little something to pull from, but, you know, realistically, yeah, like, my opportunity to have it shown to the whole world, because, you know, I still had, like, those people, like, who were just like, well, you know, you know, you're boring, and I'm like, mm, you don't know me, like, clearly I'm not boring, I've been through this whole process, but you know what, have your opinions, like, that's perfectly fine, and then I've also had those same people come back after they see me on the challenge, and they're like, wow, I'm so sorry that I said that, like, this one, this, this one episode of the challenge makes me rethink that, and I'm like, exactly, so, like, don't judge a book by its cover, like, don't just try to troll someone, you know, when you don't really have the full story, which it's TV, so you never will have the full story. These trolls, oh my god, especially in reality TV. Oh my god, it's like they hate you, then they love you, then they hate you, then they love you, then they're obsessed, and then they hate you. It's just kind of like, 
but hey, you know, without them, I guess there'd be no the, no hype. So, I mean, thank you guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I want to dive now into kind of like your whole challenge, uh, you know, retrospect. Um, so you make your gracious entrance uh, when you fell into the water, um, when they first take you to this uh, island. What was that like? And also, <laughs> after you tell me what that was like, talk to me a little bit about where you guys were uh, initially staying. Yeah, so um, I was kind of pissed because, again, like, I always envision the challenge as you get there and you go and you, like, you know, pull up to this beautiful mansion. And I was like, yes, like, this is, like, my chance. Like, you know, fuck real world. Like, hey, challenge. Like, I'm going to get this mansion. Like, the guys on here, like, mm, they look good. Like, you know, I got my lashes done, my hair done, everything. And then I jump off this motherfucking boat and literally I just fucking just slam into the water and my lashes are coming off and I'm just like hopefully this does not end up on national television of course like that's like my entrance and I'm like this is great this is great but you know what fuck it that's how my life is so I'm glad they showed a little bit of my personality there but yeah I think that you were saying what was the situation like when we first uh got to the island again I I watched previous episodes of um, or seasons of the challenge and I thought we were going to be in a mansion and um, that was not the case. We ended up like just pulling up on an island with like a whole bunch of just like slacks and like, you know, dogs that had like fucking fleas and rabies and shit and that were fighting each other and like sand and just wetness. And I was like, this is not what my fucking season of the challenge is going to be like, is it? And it was. And I was like, now I know why they fucking sent me on this fucking season, because they know that I'd be fucking pissed. And I was pissed. I was kind of pissed the whole time. So, yeah. So they really had, like, no other way for you guys to get off the boat. That was what it was, just, like, jump off. Like, there was no, like, uh, you know, pull something out, walk down some stairs into the, like, there wasn't that? Yeah, no, it wasn't that. I think that it was, like, a combination of two things. I definitely should have been a little bit more athletic with that, but they, basically, the waves were kind of going up and down and up and down, and the guy was holding, like, the front of the boat down with, like, this rope, and I was supposed to jump off the boat when he pulled the boat down in the front, and I just kind of jumped off like an idiot, thinking that, you know, I was a lot taller than I actually am, because, and then I realized I wasn't that tall when I jumped in, and then the water went over my head, and I had a humongous bag that just, like, toppled me over, so, yeah, that was, all my shit was wet for, like, the first two days, which was so freaking annoying, and I actually said to myself, I'm like, you know what, well, it's fine, because I'm just gonna go wash my stuff, like, when we get into this mansion, I'm going to just, like, blow dry, wash, and straighten my hair. Like, I couldn't do any of that. It was gone. I got to say, Theo had some pretty uh, spot-on commentary for that. I got to say. <laughs> he was like, I want you guys to show this, and then I want you to rewind it. And then they did it, in, like, again in slow motion. So I got to give him one for that. <laughs> his, his commentary is definitely he, – he has a skill for that, for sure. No, he's definitely, like, you know – an underrated part of like the challenge um you know obviously like it's a competition show but it's a reality show at the end of the day and i feel like you gotta if you you know it's one thing to deliver like you know in the in the actual competition but you gotta deliver it to a certain degree in the uh confessional booth yeah exactly it's a, it's a two-part game for sure yeah but I want to ask now because obviously you get there and there's you know a bunch of people that you probably meet for the first time. What were what were the first impressions? What were the first vibes you're getting from people? Who did you kind of gravitate towards? Maybe were there anyone that you didn't maybe gravitate towards? What was the situation with that? Um, 
I'm trying to think. So honestly, I loved everyone. I think that what happened was it's not like I met them the first time we got to the island. I met them all for the first time at the airport. Um, Then we all traveled together. And actually on the way to traveling to Thailand, um, we had to like take, because usually you take like two to three flights to get there. um, Because they usually probably take like, they were traveling with like over 14, 20 some people. Um, I, I lost my passport on like the second flight and then that was like a whole big thing and I was like the only one that lost him we had to like go back to the plane and see if like I was actually going to be able to be on the show because I didn't have my passport to get all the way to Thailand and you know and I think that was definitely a bonding moment because everybody was like yeah we don't even know you but we're so happy you found your passport it was great but um but yeah um Amanda was my girl early on like you know the little firecracker she definitely like took me under her wing like me and Marie like we hit it off for sure um me and uh toya like we were great um i mean honestly i'm i'm trying to think like all the guys i think that they were fine like i loved like there's not one guy that i had any issues with to be honest with you like i think i had a great relationship with all of them and they like i feel like you know like hunter like um and um bruno like you know tony like they were all great i think that the only people i didn't i wasn't really close to was like kayla and jenna and that was because they were doing their own thing Um, But then there were also times where, like, all the girls would be sitting around, and we all would be chatting, and we had, like, chill conversations, too. But um, just no personal relationships were formed. But, yeah, other than that, like, everybody was pretty, like, I was actually almost surprised. I was like, this is so much better than the fucking real world. I was like, this is so great. (laughs) I, like, I love the dynamic of people. Um, I also was just, like, these... I saw them on previous shows, so it was, like, fun to, like, be around them and see, like, were they the same on their show that they are in real life. Like, it was, it was, oh, and Shane, oh, my God, he was great. Um, it was just, it was such a fun time. Sylvia, yeah. Wow, a lot of people watching this are going to be very happy to see who you kicked it off with because those are a lot of fan favorites. Um, Latoya, wow, she's uh, been on my show before. That was one of the most, like, that was probably the one that got my foot in the door, honestly. Um, she, I love her. She she's she was a great guest. Um, yeah, and Amanda, you know, spoiler alert, she's actually filming the next season right now. That's my girl. That's my girl. I love her. I hope she goes far. She deserves it. Yeah, um, that was a pretty long trip to Thailand, though, right? From you know speaking to people, like that was brutal. I know they brought like alternates too, like on location, just to have them in case. Yeah, Emily was one of the alternates and she was actually my roommate um so she never was like no one ever got disqualified so she never ended up on the show but um that's how me and emily met and like even still to this day like we randomly like still chat with each other and you know we're friends on social media and she's great like that like i honestly have to say like i feel like i left with better relationships on the challenge than i did on the the real world so i don't know if it's because people kind of people were trying to figure out who they were trying to be because it was their first time on TV with the real world. But on the challenge, it was like, we've already done this before. Like, so this is like who we are. This is who we know how we're going to be cast. So it just like, you take it or leave it. And I like respected that. And I yeah. felt like it was a little bit more fake on the real world. Cause I was like, mm, everybody who's trying to be somebody, it's like, I don't even know if you are who you are, but like on the challenge, I was like, Oh damn, like you guys are consistent. Like, and I, I really respect that. So that's kind of was my view on that in, in terms of people. So you wanted to go in against uh, Jenna then, right? Like, what was the reasoning behind that? So there was a, the issue with that was um, 
what was happening was Theo got sick. Um, and he was like, I think he got sick from like, probably I want to say like after like the second or third day and, you know, from the real world, you can tell like, you know, he was very social, very lively and everything like that. And he just wasn't like that when we were on the challenge, like he was a lot more quiet. Like he didn't, he wasn't very social. He wasn't like, I was playing the social game. Like I was like really cool with like everyone and people would come up to me and they're like, you know, you're tied to Theo because, like, you know, you guys are the two new people. You guys came from the same season. And we would, like, literally have each other's back. And we were very vocal about that. But no one got a chance to, like, know Theo to get to the point where they were, you know, willing to have his back as well. So they're like, yo, we have your back. You know, Theo's, like, over here sitting by himself. And he's not sitting with us and getting to know us and X, Y, and Z. And he was sick. He didn't have the energy for that. So um, I was kind of looking at it like, okay, Theo, like I'll play the social game and you play the physical game. Like you kill like the physical things and you save me. I'll play the social game and like I'll vouch for you kind of thing. And then it kind of got to the point where um, they noticed that he was sick and he was weak and he was going to be an easy person to take out. So then that's why they targeted Theo. And then uh, I was just like, well, I mean, realistically, it, once they take out Theo, I feel like I'm not going to have, like, that one person who I know will 100% have my back. So, like, I'm going to fucking go in and go big. And, like, if I go home, I go home big. And if I don't go home, cool. Like, so it was kind of like, for me, I was like, why not? Just, like, kind of like, go big or go home. That's exactly my thought process. So I just, like, I, was, I was like, yeah, fucking throw me in. And then, like, all the guys were like, are you sure? Are you sure? Because I was really cool with all them. And they had to vote the girl in. And I literally went around and campaigned and I said, yeah, throw me in. Like, I want to go in. And that's how it happened. Wow. And that's kind of like, that's another thing we didn't get to see, too. Because obviously, like, you know, there was no context provided about Theo being sick. You know, we didn't really get to see, um, or we might, I don't know if we did get to see or not, the guys asking you, like, are you sure about uh, going in? Do you think, like, had you not been set on going in, they would have thrown in someone else? Because I think... If I'm remembering correctly, this was after Sylvia voted Tony in. So if maybe Tony had some power, I could see them throwing in Sylvia instead of you had you not wanted to go in. Yeah, I mean, I think it was definitely like it was definitely a possibility, probably like a 50-50 or like, you know, I definitely probably could have just skated by another week. But I I kind of knew where my odds were in terms of like, just like that one person that would have my back. And realistically, like me and Theo were just like best friends at that point. And I was like, damn, like if you go, like I want to go. And also it's kind of like, I'm going to be real. I was kind of over being there. Like, and that's kind of how I think Marie felt as well. Cause she was gone like the week prior or something like that. And she, it wasn't even about this. Like she's a strong competitor, but she was also like that. She's a girl, girly girl like me. She, she wanted to be in the, like a mansion. She didn't want to be outside. Like, you know, with these, like, I'm telling you, it was not fun. Like we were hot and exhausted all sing, all day. No air conditioner. Like there was nasty ass dogs everywhere. Like, oh, and Ashley, I forgot about Ashley. Like that was my girl on the show too. But yeah, like I was thinking like, it was just because she I thought about her because the dogs she like really bonded with the dogs but like the dogs like there were random dogs on the beach like they had fleas and they were like fighting each other it just was not my scene and that's not what I wanted my my experience to be and honestly I was kind of like hey like when I got eliminated like yeah I was sad but I was in the car and I was like smiling I was like yeah like let me go to the fucking shower like let me straighten my hair <laughs> so yeah like not like I'm not I'm not that type of competitor like I definitely think I would have been better on Big Brother that's more of like my speed I'm more like strategic and like social game the physical stuff eh, like that's not my thing but you know for the people that it is cool were you cool with uh Kayla and Jenna 
Um, I didn't have a problem with them. We didn't have, like, any, like, best friendships. We don't, like, follow each other on socials anymore, but no bad blood or anything like that. We just never got a chance to be that close because they were playing their own, like, best friend game, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've gotten this far without talking about it. This is, like, one of the main points everyone wanted me to uh, ask you about because I don't know if you were ever aware or not or thought about this. This is, like, one of the uh, biggest conspiracy theories about that elimination between uh, you and Jenna. So I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Um, so it was pretty clear that, like, obviously, you know, Corey and Jenna the past couple seasons before that were kind of, like, looking like they were, like, up-and-coming, you know, faces of newer faces of the challenge, obviously. Um, and then Jenna's ex at the time, Zach, was going to be coming in a few episodes later with the champs, and they had that whole storyline brewing with, you know, her and the Bruno situation and Zach coming in. The big conspiracy, conspiracy theory is that that which the elimination might I was a little janky like that what is that proving like you're grabbing a bunch of balls and then jumping off a like what not only that but they're controlling the time so like if they really wanted to they could just say that one person was faster than the other you know what i mean the big conspiracy theory is that they tampered with the time so that jenna could stay what is your thoughts on that um i i I find that to be very funny because I didn't even think about that, to be completely honest with you, until Theo mentioned it to me. Because he was, of course, the only one that didn't jump. So he was the only one that was not on the ground floor. He was up where we were about to jump on that level. And he said that he was, like, you know, counting the time or basically it looked like it was off. And so um, I think that that kind of sparked wildfire. Now... Could that have happened? 100%. Could I have also just lost? 100%. I think it was very close. It was like, I think they said one, one three seconds or three-fifths of a, of a second or something like that. It was like some ridiculous amount of like time where like a blink could have changed that. Um, and then some people were like, she got stuck in a tree. And I'm like, okay, guys, well, that it's not when you get hit the floor. It's when you jump off the ledge with like all the five balls. So... I mean, I think that realistically, even if we did have the exact same time and they just had to make a choice, I do 100% see them choosing Jenna because realistically, she is a fan favorite from previous seasons. She had the whole drama with, you know, her ex and stuff like that moving forward. So it would make more sense to, you know, just in a general like perspective of like TV and, and, and just what people are watching to move forward with her. And I have no problem with that. That is perfectly fine. Um, you know, would it have been fun to, like, move forward in the game? Yeah, it would have. But um, I, I'll i let everyone else continue to speculate that. I'll never know the answer. Um, but it's nice to know that people are, think think that I'm, that I'm worth continuing, like, worth to speculate that over. So it makes me feel good. And, I mean, realistically, like, yeah, I think that the challenge was a, kind of random but um you know at least I proved to people like I don't step down from something that you know I feel like is is scary like I may not be the most athletic person but like you know best believe like I definitely am not a chump and I definitely will like stand up to whatever so at least I got that to be proved and that's really all I went on to the show to do was to show that like I look like a princess but then like I also can get dirty if I want to so 
Wow, it felt really good, like, addressing that, though, because that's kind of been, like, a lingering, uh, you know, Easter egg of sorts amongst, like, this uh, challenge uh, world with, like, fans and such, so it was, I really, that was what I was looking forward to talking about. I think you, you know, had a pretty good answer with that, because um, at the end of the day, we won't ever probably know, or, you know, but um, definitely something to consider. Yeah. Um, I do wish Theo would have jumped, though. I'm not saying, like, you know, the same thing could have applied in his case, too, obviously. Um, but um, I, it would have been cool to see him get a second chance because I think, like, he was kind of, like, wired for this a little bit. Yeah, he definitely, I feel like, was more of, like, the physical type of person. Like, he mentally was like, oh, yeah, like, the challenge, like, I'm ready for this shit. And I, I feel like it, it's unfortunate that he, you know, didn't jump. But I also respect his decision, decision not to. Like, you know, there are things that we don't see. People do get hurt on the challenge. Like, it's not like, you know, we do this, these things and it's based off of just fear. Like, people have gotten very, like, hurt on the challenge by doing challenges before. Because at the end of the day, you can never think that anything is going to be, like, you know, fully, like, you know, uh, like hurt proof or whatever but and if he felt like it wasn't safe then I say hey go with your gut like and I continue to let him know that and I was supportive of that and I wasn't gonna make him feel shitty for that but I think that the backlash that he got from not doing that um was a little bit too much and like people needed to kind of like relax like he got a lot of hate on social media from like not jumping and you know I I think that it was just like again a lot of people have things to say but it's like those people do it themselves if you do if you would actually get up and do it and you and i see it on camera then fine you can have something to say but if you're just honestly like a person that's commentating you know just doing commentary from like you know the side then it's just really like what are you really doing like you should why are you beating someone down for doing what they felt like they need to do at that moment so i think that if he had another chance he probably would do it um but who's who's to know i told him multiple times i'm like hey like i know thailand now like come back with me come visit me like we'll fucking go there and we'll do it again like and i'll tape you you know and so i mean clearly that's never happened but i mean the offer always stands if he ever wants to come visit me in thailand and like do something crazy like that or jump out of a plane whatever the fuck it is just to kind of like feel like he's like getting his comeuppance like he's always welcome imagine making that a tiktok wow <laughs> I don't know maybe maybe if you ever get him on on one of these interviews, like tell him like the offer always stands. Like I'll, I'll take him out there if he wants, and like we'll do something crazy. And maybe it's just for himself, like, or maybe it's for the fans. Who who knows? But I think that uh, you know, he everyone deserves a second chance. So I've been hearing a lot about like, oh, like bring 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 you guys back. You deserve a second chance. And I think that you know, if anyone deserves a second chance, it, it would be him. So because I think he really does want to be on the challenge. Absolutely. What was it like with you guys uh, leaving Thailand now after the fact? Because I know you get to, like, you know, stay for a little bit. Um, they put you back in the hotel. And then I think, like, you know, from speaking with Bruno, he suggested that you, Marie, him, and Theo kind of had a little bit of fun. What was that like? Yeah, that was great. Um, it was... I think that Theo was a little sad when we first, like, left. I think he was beating himself up a little bit, like, on the drive. But we were like, you know, we kept on saying, I'm like, but we left together. We left together. And uh, we pulled up to the to the hotel where they basically gave us, you know, like our little bit of money for like the next three days. And I think we were able to stay longer than we originally would have been able to stay because it was like a weekend. So we got an extra like two days there. And I remember pulling up to the hotel and 
seeing Marie and Bruno on the balcony, and they were like, oh, who is it? Who's coming out the car? And then, and then we cut out, and then they were like, hey, and then we were like, hey, and then we, like, ran, and we were just like, oh, this is me about fucking lit. So we, you know, we hung out, you know, drank, you know, just kind of, like, got a little bit of lay of the land because they've been there for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely a bonding time for, you know, I, I have a special relationship with Bruno and Marie just from being able to have that, like, time off the challenge to hang out with them. So I, it was great. And, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it at all. Great people to kind of, like, see, faces to see when you kind of, you know, and get off of it like get eliminated and pull up to the hotel for sure. Seems like more people have fun after they get eliminated than when they're still. <laughs> I think mean, honestly, yeah, like I've, I've seen it a lot. Like, you know, um, I like, I'm also really like, I, I met Kellyanne, me and Kellyanne like met through oh. Marie actually. Um, and uh, me and Kellyanne are really close. And it's like, it's funny because I feel like the only reason I got a chance to like meet her was because I, bonded with Marie so well, but I would have never bonded with Marie if I never was able to spend that time with her after um, we got eliminated. So I think that everything kind of just like, you know, the relationships, everything that happens, happens for a reason. And, you know, I think that it all worked out. So. Yeah, I've had Kellyanne on before, too. Actually, she's great. You know, she. uh... I love that girl. What people want to know as well, were there any other calls that you received to do another challenge or was that, you know, the only one? Yeah, so I would say probably like maybe four or five times after I got off the challenge. Um, and then so basically what happens is they usually tell you to like, you know, put like put, put yourself on hold or whatever. And then they'll like let you know if they're going to confirm you or not. Um, and then clearly I was never confirmed for any of them. And then. You know, then or they call you and they ask you, like, are you even interested? And then I just start saying, like, no, like, I'm not interested. And that's kind of like where we're at now. Like, I'm not really interested in doing that. I probably would say the only way I'd go back on would be, like, if it was, like, the last season of, like, the challenge ever. Because I'd be like, all right, well, fuck it. I got to do it now. But, like, in general, you know, I, I... There are other reality shows I would go on, but the challenge is not one of them. Or if I could bring on my brother, because he would annihilate like everybody that I see on the challenge at this point. So, so were, were there yeses for you when they asked or was it always a no, or was it a little bit of both? Were there yeses for me? Yeah. Like when they call you like, Oh, you want to do this? Like, were you like, yes? The first first two times. Um, yes. So then they would put me on hold and then they would say, okay, like we're just going to move forward with X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. And then probably around like the third time they would, reach out and I would say, you know, no, thank you. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, I think by that time it was probably at least like a year and a half to two years after. So probably like 2019 or something. And I think it was just, I told myself, like, if I say yes, like for the next year or two and, and then I can get on it, I'll do it. But if it's like after these two years, like I'm just going to say no, and I'm just going to like take a break. And that's kind of my philosophy since then. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, any uh, upcoming plans or anything you'd like to plug or promote uh, in the closing? Um, just my website, um, askanika.com, you know, promoting my matchmaking, I'm building a course, I'm uh, in the process of writing a book. So, of course, all those updates will be on there. Um, of course, continue to follow me on my Instagram at Nika Rashan because everything I do will be on there as well. And um, I will be posting my travels and just kind of my entrepreneurial journey. And, you know, hopefully 
some other things will kind of come into play, whether that be like entertainment based, being in front of the camera, but I'm always clicking up something and I'm always working on something. So if you want to keep up with what I'm doing, that's definitely the place to, to check me out. Absolutely. I'll plug that in the description. And uh, thank you again for coming on. It was a pleasure talking with you. Great meeting you. Uh, and I think for the people that were wondering why you were on the challenge, you're going to come out of this now, like, <laughs> wish me back on the challenge. But um, yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate talking to you. Have a good one. Thank you. You too.